Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is 6.07 here on the KCO Day radio program. It is Thursday. And uh, we are glad to have you along. Hey, Ross, I got bored yesterday waiting for a meeting, so... I said joke yourself. Now lean forward and joke yourself. That's now on the button bar. Perfect. Forever. I actually I actually put together a whole uh, uh, bevy of clips. This is true. This is... I was sitting here... And I'm like, you know what? We need. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? Did you see the email that came in? All right, Ross. Got it. Ross is very busy. He's got to go check his email so he can see why I'm uh, already thinking this is going to be a uh, interesting day. Why is he up? I don't know. Can you drive over to the boss's house and drug him so he goes back to sleep? Because all he's going to do now is he's going to find something, find something for us to do. This is why you always roofie your boss. Just some uh, advice you can use here on the uh, show. No, I was going through and I found this like YouTube video of the uh, of just like uh, badass movie quotes. So I'm ripping them down so we can uh, uh, freshen the button bar up as uh, we put things together this morning. So, all right. Uh, in addition to uh, my own uh, love of uh, small little stupid clips on my uh, button bar. Uh, today on the show, we're going to have a discussion about what is and isn't country. I have a lot of opinions on this, and I also I feel like I feel like uh, some people are missing the boat. I know what you're saying. Well, Casey, there's there's big political news going on out there. Yes, there is, and don't worry, we'll touch on it, we'll mock it, and then we'll move on because that's normally how we roll. Uh, but um, ultimately, so of, of course, into the what is country debate, people are attempting to inject. Uh, some sort of racial connotation, um, uh, to which I would respond, hootie. Right? So, uh, Trump card hootie. Right, like I said before, I'm white, but I'm not like hootie the blowfish white. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm white, but I'm not Darius Rucker white. What was your, now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Ross is a uh, a multi-platinum former Grammy Award winning uh, rap artist. What was your uh, stage name at the time? It was a stolen ATM machine falling on your head. On your head? Yeah. That's where the yo was. I was trying to remember Correct. this. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what you're saying is, uh, you know, could could a white guy from the uh, hard scrabble parts of uh, New York uh, make it in the rap game? And uh, the answer apparently was yes. But can it work the other way around in the city of Atlanta? And I point this out because... Um, I think it's actually a legitimate story, and it reminded me of 
it reminded me of my time. I do not need the bed. Uh, uh, my time growing up in Wyoming, but more specifically, what me and my buddies used to drive around and listen to. And you can bet it was a whole lot of country music. It's just that part of the world. Hell, we got a country music uh, artist who lives in our little town in Wyoming. We all went to school with his kids. Uh, sadly, he's passed on now, but um, there was a whole lot of country influence there. However, it, it was not a self-limiting thing. So if you're talking about uh, when you chart music as to what is going to be palatable to people uh, who prefer that particular genre, um, I don't know that you can be as self-limiting as Billboard's trying to be. Um, and I thought you'd like the video because the music video to it is essentially uh, just footage from uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. So <laughs> Yeah, I did like the video. So you had a little uh, cowboy Great imagery video. going yeah. on there. Did you notice nobody killed their horse accidentally in the video? Yeah, really? Yeah, it's not a thing everyone does. So, um, Well, that all... wasn't my experience, though. What's that? I mean, in my experience, that's what made me... Who you are today <laughs> exactly, in the, in the right, game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trip and fall on a rock and shoot your horse in the face. <laughs> you know, but th- what do you expect from, uh, from from some rapper named uh, Stolen ATM falling on your, on your stolen head? Stolen ATM machine falling on your head. <sighs> son. Really? You going to give me a son on this? Hey, hey. Uh, and uh, and that's, where, that's where I get a little more ridiculous, but I like it because it's just a nice change of pace from some of the uh, delusional stuff that we have uh, going on today, including... Uh, um, a mystery. You know, yesterday, remember the mystery we had yesterday where the New York Times, utilizing all of their resources, was unable to determine how in, uh, in, in the world all of the, all of the scandal uh, affecting the three top politicians in the state of Virginia, how all of that just seemingly went poof, uh, to use their term. And they, they still haven't solved the mystery, I understand, as of today, so that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. Well, we have a new mystery that uh, folks are uh, unable to figure out, and I'd like to think that here on the show, uh, we're in a position to help people uh, help people solve these mysteries. So uh, I'll lay it out for you. You tell us what you think, and we'll get into it. Plus, let me ask you a question. If you heard... Let's say that let's say you had some shady well you probably do. All right, so think of the shadiest neighbor that you have. The one you're pretty sure there's some bodies going on, you know, somewhere in uh, a crawl space in that house. And let's say shady neighbor moved out. And I, I'm picking shady neighbor because I want somebody that you would be inclined to think the worst of, okay? So shady neighbor moves out. And then about a month later, you see Law enforcement at the house. Nobody's been living there. You don't know what's up. And the story emerges that Shady Neighbor was such a, uh, well, was so shady that Shady Neighbor moved out of the house and left a dog in there with no food and and nothing. And and by the time, let's not go a month, let's go uh, a couple weeks. And and it was only because somebody happened to be walking by and heard some sad sounds coming from there that police were called. And what they found was an incredibly emaciated dog. That'd be a ri- that would bother the hell out of you, wouldn't it? I, th- I think most people would be of the opinion that th- that monster needs to pay. Now, let me offer an alternative. Let's say... 
they moved out, and then it got back to you when somebody did go back into the home that uh, among the things they found there uh, strewn about was one of those little bags you get at the state fair because you want a goldfish in the in the ball toss, but the fish was dead. Are you have are you having a different reaction? Are you as are you as tore up over that story as the doggy story? And the answer is probably not, right? You're probably well, not to be honest, when you were reading talking about the first situation. Yes. I had my fist in the air. I was like, duh, you bastard. Not in, but you didn't have it guy. in the commie way. I just want to be very no, clear. Right. It yeah. wasn't like a David Hogg style. Yeah. I was like, you bastard, I'm going to get you. And when you gave the second scenario, just to juxtapose, you know, what's the juxtapose? Juxtapose, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The two things. I burst out in the laughter. Because you'd done that? I just happened. No, like when you were, oh, What? When you read the when you, you oh know, the no 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 scenario. I thought you meant that no. just happened with the fish no, yeah I I started laughing but like those who, are two completely different things I mean how could you compare the two goldfish it'll be dead in a week anyway a New Hanover County man facing animal cruelty charges after he alleged abandoned a pet fish after being evicted from his home last month the fifty three year old charged with three counts of cruelty to animals and one count of abandonment and, and charged four thousand dollars bond. Because state statute don't care. Can I argue for... Re- I know that this is going to irritate some of you because you're all vegan and you're probably not listening anyway, but um, a fish is not a Fido, okay? I'm sorry. Yes, there's a pecking order for animals. You know how I know? Because... If I kill a dog, I'm not charged with first-degree murder. We've established a pecking order already. It's one that I think is safe to continue, because if not, how many of you, when you were a kid, and you went to the said fair, or maybe the church had a little carnival thing, and you won the goldfish, but because you were an irresponsible little brat, you murdered that thing in three days? How many of you... Should have been arrested and charged with the sheer irresponsibility of your goldfish handling skills. You bunch of criminals. But yet in the state of North Carolina, some dude left his fish. They left his fish and he's charged like he went in and shot your horse in the face, Ross. Before you could. Why would he do that? I don't know, but it's the same as leaving a fish there. I'm sorry, does anybody else feel like perhaps, maybe, possibly, that's kind of stupid? 888-934-7874. I saw that story yesterday, and I'm like, $4,000 bond? I don't think those did those dudes in Durham who shot the guy in the neck allegedly yesterday did they get four thousand dollars bond? Do we know? I do like how they're shooting them at the courthouse now. It makes it real efficient. Just drag him right inside. Four thousand dollars bond. And what what kind of fish was it? It was a. Uh, you know why I'm doing this story early? Because I saw our boss is up and he's got a fish tank in his office. So I knew this would strike an arrow through his heart. 
uh, is an angelfish. So it's a ty- it's it's not a goldfish per se, but it's basically is four thousand dollars bond. Wait, wait a sec. Where, where we have this other story? We have a story of a teacher who. How many kids did she have sex with? Three. Yeah, there it is. All right, so, yeah, she had sex with three of them. She didn't even get jail time or a fine. Oh, no, excuse me. She got 900 in fines. She had sex with three of her students, 15, 16, and 16, got $900 in fine and no jail time. This dude left a fish and got four grand bond and is charged with technically four different crimes. I'm sorry. I just don't think one equals the other. But, hey, if you think I'm wrong, then by all means, you can call in and defend your aquatic little buddies. Okay? That's not all... By the way, this is not to imply necessarily that I think that you should get a fish for the sole purpose of watching it starve to death and or murder it. I'm just saying I don't know that that is the same as the dog scenario I provided. 619, uh, we'll get into uh, your calls on this. But first, your Bloomberg Minute brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. Wall Street is coming off an up session. The midweek gains were modest, ranging from two-tenths to six-tenths percent. Crude oil prices have been trending higher. Stephen Shork of the Shork Group says we're getting close to the summer driving season. We're coming into that part of the season where demand is going to start ticking up over the next two months. You juxtapose that seasonal event with Saudi Arabia and Russia attempting to take barrels off of the market, and it's creating a story right now. Two more labor market indicators are on the way this morning. We get It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Reports on last month's layoffs and last week's new claims for unemployment benefits. Boeing shares fell 1.5% ahead of what could be an important day for the company. Ethiopia's Transportation Ministry plans to release a preliminary report today on last month's crash of a Boeing 737 MAX jet. There are signs of progress from the trade talks in Washington. Sources say a deal is taking shape to set a 2025 target for China to meet its trade commitments. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. What? Wait, wait, you can't just say, uh, Ross is like, so I guess that makes my buddy literally Hitler? What does that mean? Well, no, I had a buddy in high school. He was working at the fish store, and he was, um, he's a young communist. I believe he's still a communist. He's still dumb. Okay. But he decided he was tired of it. He felt bad about his job. He was going to free the fish. No! So he smuggled the fish out under his giant poofy coat at the time in the early yeah. 90s. 
and he brings him to the mall to the to the to the fountain in the oh, mall. Oh, I like where this is going. And he releases all of the fish into the fountain in the mall. Dead in a minute. Dead. Uh, all of them dead. And he's just looking on at the in horror. You know? <laughs> what I'm have t- I done? I'm telling you that I, I remember now I remember that story. You did tell that story and, and let me um let me add one more to it. They for for our town days, they had a kids fishing, like a little trout fishing thing where they'd have the tag trout. And they used to do it in one place, but when the city built a hockey rink, they realized that during the summer, they could fill that in and use that. The problem is all the chemicals used to treat the ice had seeped into the soil. So they filled it with water, and then the night before, the guy showed up with the tag trout, put him in the pond. The next morning, kids started showing up, and all the trout are floating because the chemicals. And it's just mad. It's like crying. People are crying. <laughs> it's horrific. You know, it's like parents are up on the hill warning other parents not to come down to the murder-kill death zone. Oh, it was fantastic. So, uh, needless to say, nobody won that year. 622, back in a moment. So y- You're getting connected with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Smart talk and news all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, welcome back. It is 627. So let me hit you uh, with some of these stuff. Ross, I'm going to need a yay-nay whether I should add these. I'd like to think that uh, you can provide some input as to whether they should be on the button bar. All right, so these are some of the drops I want to add. Were you born a fat, slimy scumbag, or did you have to work on it? Do you think we get some use out of that one right there? Yeah, probably not. All right, well, do you know where all these are from, like this one? Two seconds from being on you like white on rice and a glass of milk and a paper plate in a snowstorm. Well, yeah, you know that one? What, what is that? Major Pain. No? It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Oh, yeah. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. Ricky Bobby. Yeah, see, I, th- I, I knew you'd know some of these, so I just thought, well, you know, we can get a few more in there. I'm going to punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> a straight shot. Oh, Right to the baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when we'll use that, but it's going to be... It's going to be lit. <laughs> I will smash your face into a car windshield and then take your mother, Dorothy Mantooth, out for a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. What a monster. That's a guy who kills fish right there. Well, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> we'll be back. Hang on. Limbaugh Morning Update, presented by the Health Dare. By this time next year, the 2020 census will be underway, but leftists are very scared that this census could be a bust. That's right, my friends. According to the Los Angeles Times, researchers say that as many as 1.3 million California residents might not participate in the census, and that could cost the state a lot of money and other things big time, politically and financially. How afraid are California Democrats? Well, they're afraid enough that the state's going to spend $150 million on outreach to try to bribe, uh, convince residents to participate. 
Now, if there's an undercount, Democrats could lose seats in Congress, and that's not all. The amount of federal aid to California alone that's directly linked to the census is $115 billion, and that's why liberals in California and other big blue cities do not want the question about citizenship on the census, and that's why they're fighting it tooth and nail in court. The Democrats fear that illegal immigrants will not want to answer that question and therefore will not participate participate and therefore will not be counted, which will therefore cost Democrats power and money. Power and money. Democrats depend on illegal immigration for both. Power and money. Say, folks, I am thrilled to welcome back our good friends at Mahindra just in time for spring. Right now, your Mahindra dealer has more ways to save during their demo and drive sales event. Demo a Mahindra Emax 20S HST and save up to $2,500 off MSRP with power package implements. Plus, it comes with Mahindra's industry-leading seven-year limited powertrain warranty. Mahindra tractors are easy to operate. They are fuel-efficient, and man, are they powerful. There's more for your money. What more could you ask? for. Visit MahindraUSA.com to find your dealer and get more Mahindra during the demo and drive sales event for purchases of Emax 20S HST now through June 30th, 2019. Stop in or go to MahindraUSA.com for more information. Take advantage of rock bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Vanco Outdoor Equipment in Henderson or visit VancoEquipment.com. That's VancoEquipment.com. is back today at noon. More of KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't hit this story at least twice today. On uh, Saturday, the Reverend Louis Farrakhan uh, put out a little snippet of a speech that he provided for a uh, what's called Savior's Day. Um, and I just want to point out, this is the part that he, he decided he would put out. Uh, after it hit and uh, people heard what was in it, uh, it piqued enough interest that some folks uh, tracked down the uh, rest of the uh, speech, or at least a a um, transcript of it, and um, well, here's the deal. Tell me where you think that maybe the speech starts to go a little sideways from what you're probably used to hearing Sunday mornings from the pulpit. God so loved His people. That he gave his only begotten son. All right, so we're still good there, right? Right? It sounded familiar? Well, John 3.16 action. All right, keep going, sir. That whosoever believed in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay, you know, his delivery's a little slow, right? But, you know, everybody's cadence is going to be a little different. I, I don't know why people are so down on this guy. 
I, I just I, I can't get a, a handle on why they feel the need to attack him. Maybe You know, is it because his, his guys killed Malcolm X? I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, well, actually, no, because I have this pause. So let's do this. Um, tell me more, sir. I'm very interested in the sermon you are preaching. God does not love this world. Oh. Oh, that's a, that's a little different. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. Uh. Jesus died because he was 2,000 years too soon to bring about the end of the civilization of the Jews. Well, <laughs> well, there you go. What? Went off the edge right there. Really? That's that's what You know, it's a good time, though. You know, yeah. it's a good time for that guy. What, what I expected it to happen sooner for him to dive off the cliff like that, but... Well, there's, there's a little I mean, more. 10, 15 seconds. Good for him. Good time. Yeah, no, yeah, no. It's, uh, it really... I think he started off strong. Yeah. Went in a, right. But you know what? Sometimes you have to... You, you have to shock a little from the pulpit... Because if it gets repetitive, you're losing people's attention. And I think that uh, one of the things you'll see with uh, good ministers and pastors and priests or moms, for that matter, whomever it may be, um, will be the uh, the ability to make it new and interesting, even though you're dealing with uh, you know ancient texts, if you will, apply it to everyday life. It's the part where you're like, yeah, so Jesus got here too soon to, to end the Jews, so they ended him. And then I go to the transcript here because uh, apparently there's another there's another little part to this story. Um, oh, by the way, he also claims that uh, Jesus didn't die on the cross. You, you heard it there. Instead, they claim that Jesus. I'm going to sum it up for you because it's very long. Basically, Jesus went to a, a store owned by some Jewish guy that was too lazy to open his store that day. And a Roman soldier came by and stabbed Jesus, but he had his hands up. I'm not making this up. Yeah, you are. No. (laughs) I know it sounds like it. I know it. All right, fine. Ready? Let me read it verbatim. And Jesus, according to what our Savior taught us, he invited them to come and uh, 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 fellowship with him. He had his hands in this manner, arms open in front of the Jews' store. The Roman soldier took his knife drove it into Jesus with such a force that his nerves just froze, and he was fixed in that position, arms open, when he passed. He literally, Michael, he just hands up, don't shoot at Jesus. You thought I was making that up? Yeah, I thought it was a joke. (laughs) No, it's not. It's awful. Wait, hold on. Gets better. The real story is what I'm telling you since the beginning. It didn't happen back there. And then he goes through the part where it's like uh, Jesus came 2,000 years too early to end the civilization of the Jews. And then he says, it's happening right now while you're alive. I represent the Messiah. I am that Jesus. So he went full Messiah complex. He's Jesus 2.0, and he's in a position to end the Jews. Are we, just for social media, are we still unclear where this guy's head's at? First he goes, hands up, don't shoot, with the, uh, with the, the, the Jesus portion of it, or the, the actual Jesus portion of it, then claims to be the actual Messiah. 
But to be the actual Messiah by, the, by his own parameters, he would have to bring about the annihilation of the Jews. You know, since we're having this big discussion over why, his, why he still has social media accounts and others don't. By the way, he tweeted that video out. That's how that was delivered. Oh. Where's all the protests over Jesus, hands up, don't shoot? Right? I don't see anyone marching for him. I mean, a bunch of guys uh, spread out to all the, you know, all the lands. I, I remember that, but, um, you know, it was less a protest thing and more of a... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Educational thing. I'm just I'm juxtaposing the uh, more traditional uh, version of the story versus the insanity that Louis Farrakhan's up there preaching. You know what's more troubling to me? The people in the audience that they pan to where they got their hands up, you know, going, preach it, brother. Yeah. Bow ties aplenty. 645 here on the KCO Day radio program. Now, you think that's a mystery. I mean, not that it's really a mystery, because holy crap. Um, You know what he didn't talk about, though? The wheel in the sky? I know that that's That's your... That's some of his best work, though. That is some of his best work, but you don't want to just fall back on the same old stuff, right? Well, I I guess you can't stack it like that, right? You can't can't bring your best work on top of also, you know, I'm Jesus, by the way. And and other Jesus uh, got Michael Brown. Right. Yeah. There he was, just trying to buy some bagels or something. Well, he couldn't because the lazy Jew wasn't there. Right, but he wasn't That's, there, and then the racist cop came along. Which, by the way, if you're stereotype, if if you're going to stereotype the Jews during the retelling of your version of the Jesus story, painting painting them as not open would seem to fly in the face of most of the other stereotypes that you're using. So there's a disconnect there. If 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 if. If Farrakhan is a musician, that was something off the new album. But I think it's going to be a big hit among his uh, among his uh, his uh, uh, faithful there. All right, so let me uh, make a uh, well. Let me do this. We're going to take a break. Remember, I mentioned that there's a mystery that we have to work on this morning. Yesterday's mystery, of course, was. How, uh, with uh, all of the people that worked there and the years of experience, the New York Times was still unable to solve the mystery of how all of the scandals facing uh, Virginia Democrats seemingly just disappeared one day, right? We may never know. And it's like, who who built the, and then insert an ancient structure which they blame on aliens? We may never know, but it's fun to guess. Well, we have a new mystery, this one taking place across the pond. And it's about, it involves... 
sharp objects, Sesame Street characters, and clueless politicians. So we'll get that for you coming up next here on the KCO Day radio program. The Terminex Pest and Wildlife Control Fox Sports Report. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In NBA games of note, the Nuggets beat the Spurs 113-85. Denver moves a game and a half back of Golden State for the top record in the West. As for San Antonio head coach Greg Popovich, he was ejected just 63 seconds into this game. Rockets beat the Clippers 135-103. As it stands right now, L.A. and Houston would meet in the first round of the playoffs. The Pistons, Nets, Magic, and Heat are all separated by one game at the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff race. One of those teams is not going to make the playoffs. The Pistons lost to the Pacers 108-89. The Nets fall to the Raptors 115-105. Magic beat the Knicks 114 to 100, and with that win, Orlando right now is in that final playoff spot in the East. The Heat fall out of the last playoff spot with a 112-102 loss to the Celtics. Baseball games of note: Nationals walk off with a 9-8 win over the Phillies in his second game against his old team. Bryce Harper was two for two with three walks and a run scored. Brewers shut off the Reds one nothing. Milwaukee's off to a six to one start, and the Mets beat the Marlins six to four. New York is five to one. Jacob Degrom struck out 14 in the win. Hear it again, or for the first time, open the iHeartRadio app and search KCO Day for the podcast. Wow, can I just point out how much our audience hates fish? Judging by my email here, a bunch of murderers. All right, we'll get you that. If you didn't hear that because you were still asleep, I'm going to reset that story. Uh, Coming up on the show, also, uh, what does it take to be a true fan? We'll have to go to Argentina for this one. But I do sense a little bit of sexism. So uh, we'll take a perfectly happy story and ruin it for you. So remember how we told you over in the United Kingdom that they were utilizing this weird combination of uh, stand-up Sesame Street characters to promote? uh, um, You know how they do, like, gun buybacks here? Well, in the United Kingdom, they basically had bins where people could throw their knives because, uh, you know, knife control, they've got uh, lawmakers over there talking about putting, requiring GPS locators in knives. And if you go to a store where they sell knives, you know, like your standard Bed Bath & Beyond or a kitchen store, any of that, uh, the knives are, they're tagged, you have to present ID, and um, you have to be a certain age. I mean, they're really on lockdown. So here's the, let's go back to the the knife amnesty bins, as they're called, promoted by Sesame Street characters. A weird thing has happened, and it's a mystery. So apparently these knife turn-in points keep disappearing. (laughs) Police are baffled as to what may be going on over there. Now I have a theory It's going to sound pretty crazy. My theory is that criminals are like, hey, look at that, a bucket of free knives. And they're beelining them out of there. But apparently, nobody nobody saw that coming. And because they're unmanned, people can just randomly toss sharp objects in there. Some within Scotland Yard are beginning to wonder if they're such a good idea. Because, you know, people keep just absconding with them. 
Yes, uh, here's yet another story. Hall of knives stolen from police knife amnesty bin. Police say they're investigating after a knife amnesty bin was ransacked and all of the knives were stolen. Now, I guess I guess I would point out, and, and uh, let me let me just quote Dana Lash because she weighed in on this story. The part where they find it very strange that a giant box of weapons just sitting on the street all alone might become attractive to those who would want to acquire weapons or are unable to through the normal channels put in place in the United Kingdom to combat random knife violence. I just want to, I just want to remind you that in the city of London they do stop and frisk over this. And again, they're proposing GPS. All the, Basically, all of the stuff that we used to joke would happen is happening. Right. Okay, I'm concerned about that. But what if I'm going into, like, you know, a store for to buy some acid? Okay. Is that still available? Can I still buy acid? Or maybe something to place the acid if, you know, if I'm going to be jogging or something down the street. Okay. And I need it with me for acid-type things. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to, like, yeah, take it and throw it in someone's face. Right. I would I'd never do that. You wouldn't but put But if the, I need the acid, can I put, What if you but well hold on. But what in the totally unforeseen scenario you were to trip while running with right. your acid? I mean, and, then you hate to see it. And then it flies in somebody's face cuz they're an infidel. I can still do that, right? Yeah, no, you're good there. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. I yeah, was just yeah. concerned about the whole acid thing in the no, face. No, come on, man. Yeah, the knife thing, I understand. It's you understandable. Could you put a cardboard removable acid bin somewhere? No, no. you couldn't, right? No. It would melt it, would, it. It would make no sense. Yeah, it would just be a blob of bleh. <laughs> but with a knife, now you're good. Or a big box, a big bucket of knives, good to go. Acid, though, that's... You know, I can't even believe you would bring that up. This is, you know what this is? I mean, I hate to be that guy, but... this You know what this is? This is the first they came for the knives and you said nothing crap? Right. Because you're an acid enthusiast. And now, when they're finally getting around to, uh, you know, your your hobby... Right, it's a passion. Yeah. Then, then, all of a sudden, you have a problem with it. I see right through you, man. It's very irresponsible. Hey, you know what else is irresponsible? Uh, according to state lawmakers, school districts, when it comes to the allocated and byline supply uh, budgets, so they have a proposal, and it's getting a little mixed review, but I, I get partially what they're going for, but I guess maybe there's one thing I'd like to bring up. So we will have to talk about that coming up here in just a few minutes on the KCO Day radio program. And uh, welcome to the KCO Day radio program. I'm going to break down what is uh, now apparently a point of contention having to do with uh, a proposal by lawmakers that I think some misunderstood initially. 
But I, I think it's very fair that we discuss this based on its uh, merits because one of the things that you hear a lot is when teachers are talking about having to dip into their own pocket and purchase school supplies. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not questioning that that's a thing. That's a thing. I know that to be a thing uh, among teachers that I know. And it runs the gamut from what should be very basic things in the classroom to teachers that are supplementing students uh, who may not be receiving the items due to uh, you know economic hardship within their own family or just irresponsibly uh, irresponsibility on the part of their parents, whatever it may be. Teachers who truly care and want their students to have the best ability to excel. That being said, I also, at least with one of the pushbacks uh, here, I, I get why some people are being a bit critical of this. And I, and I definitely want to run it by uh, folks within the education community. So let me just hit this now, uh, and then we'll get some phone calls on some of the stuff we've been talking about and a few other stories. So there was a proposal uh, announced. Uh, this is part of a bill uh, that was announced Wednesday that would provide every licensed public school teacher in North Carolina $400 to buy school supplies instead of sending that money to local school districts. Now, I, I you know, I, I should have looked this up because it just dawned upon me. I believe there is a separate thing on taxes where teachers can write some stuff off. I don't know if that still exists. And it's less of a write-off situation. It's just a tax credit situation. I don't know if that still exists within the IRS, but I remember that was a thing for a while, but I, I don't believe it was $400. When people first heard about this, I think that there was the there was the thought in some people's minds that this was 400 additional to the current bucket of money that is allocated by the state to school districts to pay for quote-unquote supplies, which is... $47 million. So $47 million is the current appropriation by the General Assembly for school supplies across the uh, school districts uh, here in North Carolina. So $400 additional dollars um, would be, for all the teachers, would be roughly about $37 million. It's not $37 additional million. The beef that some lawmakers have, and I think that it's a fair beef, is that too often, because of the unique way that North Carolina funds its schools, and it is very different than most other states, where so much of the burden is at the state level rather than the local level, derived from property taxes or however they cobble it together, is that... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. At, even though they're appropriating $47 million for school supplies, ultimately it's not all going to school supplies. Districts are taking that money and they're putting it towards other, other needs both actual and, in some cases, what I think people who are intellectually honest could debate is a quote-unquote need. So, by giving it to the teachers, and there is a tracking program that is utilized uh, for something similar, I believe, in Florida and a few other states, then they would know that it's going towards legitimate supplies, school supplies. I mean, you'd still, I guess, have the ability if you bought the pencils to keep them at home, but you get the gist of it. Well, at that point, uh, once people realized it wasn't new money, uh, they seemingly got very angry uh, and said that, you know, frankly, this, well, the bill doesn't do anything. And that's not true. The bill obviously does something in the sense that it takes it out of the hands of local school boards to reallocate money to other things that it wasn't intended for and puts the onus on the teachers to do it. But it does something else as well. It would also eliminate, I think, some of the benefit to buying things in bulk. So you have to wonder if it offsets the problem that you're trying to solve. Look, I get it. By the way, here, let me knock this out. Don't call in and go, where's the lottery money? If you don't understand how that scam works, as we've explained a bunch of times... The way that that scam works is the scam is that's going to go to education. It then is put toward, you know right there because it has to, but then monies that are going towards education that could flexibly go elsewhere are slowly clawed back. That's where your lottery money is, okay? If, if that's the hottest take you can come up with and the only, and the only take that you can come up with, don't bother. I just made it for you. That's, a, that's another issue, and it's frustrating, and I agree with you on that. But ultimately, it's not necessarily germane to this unless you're going to fundamentally change. You could, I guess, go in and say the lottery proceeds would fund this, and then they wouldn't go to districts. But uh, the problem is, is because the way the lottery was implemented in the first place, it allows this crap to happen, and it keeps happening over and over and over as every state did the same thing. We're going to create an education lottery, and it's for the kids. Well, and then lawmakers move stuff around. It's a tale as old as time, okay? All right, good. So here's the thing. I, uh, on this particular issue, I think that there's legitimate debate. Do you think that it should be allocated to districts the same way that it is, where you still have some, um, where you have people utilizing the money not necessarily for school supplies? By the way, the districts would still get the remaining $10 million, but the teachers, who they say would be in a better position to know exactly what their classroom is going to need, would have the responsibility of making sure that their classroom has what it needs. And I don't know how that works for teachers who share classrooms. I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But also, I know that if I'm going to buy uh, a pack of pencils, I'm going to pay a very different price than if I'm going to buy, you know, uh, a, a cord of pencils, right? That's just the basic law of economics. So I, I wonder, from a financial standpoint, if at the end of the day, you're going to get less for, for the same amount of money. I think that's a legitimate pushback point uh, of people who are at least analyzing this 
and being critical in an honest manner. Um, 888-934-7874. I would suspect it's probably a bit mixed among those uh, who are teachers, too. But then also, that's one more responsibility that the teacher has. Now you're in charge of making sure that you have all of your supplies? Everything that that classroom's going to need? You know, put one more thing on the to-do list in what is already a very busy profession. All right, let's uh, let's get to this. We got the uh, knife story that we brought you earlier, and uh, apparently goldfish are the same as dogs in the state of North Carolina. If you don't know what that means, I'll explain it to you in just a bit. Uh, Linda, what's up? Yeah, the whole knife thing, I'm just like, I thought you guys were doing a fake news story or something. I just can't get over that. So how about rocks? Anything bigger than a golf ball, they're going to have to, like, collect them and smash them down until they're small enough, right? Well, I, I, yeah, yeah, the reason you think it's a joke is because for years that was the joke that people would make. But I, what I find is very interesting is criminals who are unable to get a hold of the weapon that they want, regardless of what the weapon is, have once again proven they'll go through a legal means to requ- uh, acquire it. And it's, you know, it's it's the gun argument all over again, but with knives, and yet people refuse to acknowledge that it's an actual valid point. So Yeah, I just, know. I really, I'm just like, I, I really, I was waiting for the, the shoe to drop. Like, y'all were like, yeah, just joking, because no. I'm just, I can't, can't get my mind around that they were actually doing this. And they're actually, and there are actually some lawmakers over there saying that they need to put GPS locators in them, so... And that's legit. You're not like that's not a, you're not spoofing it. No, no, no. It's April. It's April fourth. All right, that ship has sailed. Here we be. All right. All oh right. my Th- gosh. Yep. Thanks, right, Linda. Thanks very much. Appreciate the call. I look. Do you know how often I stare at one of the stories we're about to do, and I'm like, people aren't going to buy this. Like, if I didn't have audio of Louis Farrakhan earlier, literally running the game. That uh, the Jesus, uh, the Jesus of biblical lore, was in fact somebody who uh, came two thousand years too early and was killed in a by a Roman soldier because he was waiting for a store to open, hands up, don't shoot style. And Louis Farrakhan's the real Jesus. You wouldn't believe me, but it's true. And this is where we find ourselves: me having to convince you that things are true, man. Uh, Donna, what's up? Um, yes, I was calling in about the um, school money for the teachers. Yeah. One advantage to giving it directly to the teachers is oftentimes the county will have certain vendors that school supplies can come from, and those vendors are not the cheapest ones. You can buy things cheaper from Walmart, but if that's not an approved vendor, they can't order things from Walmart. Yeah, I you know I don't I don't know I I don't know all uh, how it all slices and dices there, but um, if if they're going for a vendor, but the vendor is overcharging them, then that sounds like a bigger issue for the school board, doesn't it? Like, why yeah, is, is it think. is it one of those things where it's the vendor happens to be some board member's brother kind of stuff? I mean, is that what you're implying? Or I think sometimes it can be, but sometimes it's just. Um Either you know, they they say they offer a bulk deal, but it's not necessarily working out that way. You see it a lot with office supplies, yeah, and um, things like pencils and pens, where the teacher could more quickly 
and more cheaply run to Walmart and buy pens, but they have to get them through whatever company it is the school system does business with. Well, may, and maybe that offsets uh, what you're talking about. Offsets the concerns over not being able to bulk buy. So, yeah, this is this is. Yeah. By the way, this is why those who thought it was one thing then decided that it's a complete non-story and none of it matters. Um, I feel I feel like it does matter. I think it's a fair discussion. I just want people to have an accurate discussion, which is why we're doing it here on the show. So, but okay, all right, no, very good, very good point there. I you know I'm not intimately familiar with that, but you're right. I've I've seen it from the office supply side. Why wouldn't it happen at the district level? Uh, Mark, go right ahead. Yeah, I have no problem with that stipend that they're going to give the teachers. But I think it ought to be done in the form of a debit card or credit card. Well, that the, can be tracked. The, then, um, and maybe you missed that part. Uh, so in the, in the state of Florida and others where they do this, there's an actual program for this that does exactly that. Yeah, so they're not running down to the liquor store to get school supplies. Well, you know what? One could argue in the modern classroom that is a school supply. <laughs> Roger that. Yeah, so I, 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 I drink, i got to tell you. It was, Ross, if you were a teacher... In, in if you were a teacher today, whiskey would be a legitimate school supply for me, and you. I'm assuming. Yes, every l- day. L- let me check. Yes, yeah. Let me check again. Yes. So uh, God bless yeah, you for the sit through that sober. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it is. It benefits the kids too. Right. It sure does. Be less likely to snap. Right. All right. Eight 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 nine three four seven eight seven four. All right. One more quick one. Chris, go ahead. Hey, my wife's a kindergarten teacher, so, um, yes, when she gets home, that's that's necessity. So my wife's from um, Florida. They did the $400 stipend, and it works really well where she could get specific classroom stuff. And also, along with the Walmart, all yeah. the, um, like, Michaels and Office Depot, with their teacher cards, they get 20 to 40% off their purchases. So yeah, they, can, they can find pretty good deals. Yeah, and if you could apply that to your stipend, which I don't see why you couldn't, um, that would be a pretty good deal. So, but so, but what prevented in the Florida scenario your wife from going out and buying that bottle of booze? Um, once again, you had to document it. You had to keep your receipt. You had to submit the receipts. And if you didn't spend the four hundred dollars on the um, the supplies at the end of the year, they would actually take it back. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, that yeah. makes hey makes sense. And if it was working in Florida, I'm glad I'm glad to hear a uh, spy report on that. All right, Chris. Thanks for the call. So Chris says his wife gets sloshed after school. God bless her for the self-control. We'll be back. Hang on. This is the Terminex Pest and Wildlife Control Fox Sports Report. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Check Major League Baseball games of note. The Nationals hand the Phillies their first loss of the year. 9-8, Washington with the walk-off win on a bases-loaded walk. In his second game against his old team, outfielder Bryce Harper went 2-2 two two with three walks and a run scored. Brewers shut out the Reds 1-0. Milwaukee's off to a 6-1 start to the season. The Mets are 5-1 after beating the Marlins 6-4. Starter Jacob DeGrom had a career 14 strikeouts so he even had a home run in the win. Red Sox snapped their four-game losing skid. The defending champs beat the A's 6-3 and the Dodgers down the Giants 5-3. NBA games of note. Nuggets over the Spurs 
113 to 85. Denver moves a game and a half back of Golden State for the top record in the West. It was the Rockets over the Clippers, 135-103, in what would be right now a first-round playoff preview. The Pistons, Nets, Magic, and Heat are all separated by one game at the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff race. Pistons lost to the Pacers, 108-89. Nets fall to the Raptors, 115 to 105. Magic beat the Knicks, 114 to 100, to take over that final playoff spot in the East. Heat fall out of a playoff spot, losing to the Celtics, 112-102. KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News sets up the day. Smart talk and news continues all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, 727 here on the KCO Day radio program. Welcome back. Uh-oh, hold on. Got a little issue here. Yes, Jeff, what's up? Uh, just wonder if anybody else saw the meteor over Randolph County this morning. Um, all right. Well, I'm not in Randolph, so the question's been asked. And um, came didn't... out of the sky. Uh-oh. Wait, hold on. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Ross. Do we have? Do we have some inside information on that meteor over Randolph County that you want well, to share? Well, it ain't a meteor. Yeah, Uh-oh. it is. It came out of the sky. Well, I'm sure it did, but it ain't no meteor. It's a big old frozen chunk of. What? Oh yeah. See them airplanes? They dump their toilets thirty-six thousand feet, and the stuff freezes and falls to earth. We call them Boeing bombs. All right, sir. Have you checked the meteor? I guess is what Ross is asking. Uh, well, I was on my way home from work this morning, and I saw it um, heading toward the east. Yeah. And it looked like the one in that Russian video you see, where oh. the meteor came across and blew up. Is there anyone who lives in that direction you don't like? Plenty of people. Oh, there you go. All right, fingers crossed, sir. If it's glowing, don't touch it, okay? All right, right. thank actually you very do, much. Actually, do touch it and let us okay. know how that works out, okay? I'll give it a try. All right, there we go. If you find the meteor, don't eat off it. <laughs> Yo, come on, that's kind of- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Common sense, man. Don't do it. That's uh, news you can... More news, weather, and traffic are on the way, as well as Kim Commando's digital update. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Well, that's a horrible video the uh, White House sent out. If you were trying to shove your child through razor wire, is it better to push or pull? Where is that? It's in you are at the uh, Yuma uh, fencing there, sort of creek through. That's that's. I don't know how you look at that and just don't go. Well, okay. Even if I don't think it's a crisis, like the president says, that's a bit of a problem. That's another story for another day. By the way, Ross, did you read this? Uh, the uh, the post, the social media post, this nitwit woman made out in California who was talking about how brave she is harassing some 75-year-old guy at a Starbucks for his hat? No, I missed that, unfortunately. Oh! It's very sad I missed it because, yeah, you know, I don't want to 
put my head through a wall. So, what color do you think his Whoops. hat might have been? Uh, I don't know. Uh, camo, right? No, camo, no, camouflage. no, no. He's like, ah, I don't no, like hunting. No, that's right? not. No, that was no, not. That, that was not the hat. No. no, no, different. Orange. Or that's a hunting Orange. reference. That's a hunting right. reference again. That's not no. what it was. But you're closer. It was, you know, purple. Why? What? What? Why would somebody be offended by purple? I have no idea. I got. I okay, can't. it's red. All right, man. It's red. It's red. You're right. Yes. Tell him what he's won. Nothing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to. I want to read her. Shockingly, her employer was not a fan. And I saw a picture of the Mohawk chicken question here. Oh, I can't wait to read their, her cell phone uh, Facebook post. That in a bit to the phones. Jessica, thanks for hanging on. What's up? Uh, yeah, I was uh, calling about the uh, the whole knife turning in for the U.K. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I actually read an article where a safety officer had visited a school to give a talk on how to keep their school safe, and afterwards the students actually turned in their scissors in order to make their school a safer place. It's almost as if children are impressionable. Did you get that? Did you get that from yeah, the article? Yeah, just a little bit. That's and, weird. I mean, what they could do... If they wanted to, they could send those scissors that they aren't using and just send them to North Carolina teachers if they want to. So, you know. You know, I used to, when, where I went to school, and obviously it's a different time, and maybe it was, you could have a clip knife. Yeah. You know, just a little uh, little Kershaw or something, and I nobody that I'm aware of ever got stabbed at my school, ever. So, but. You know, obviously things are a little uh, a little rougher over in the United Kingdom. So, all right, well that's great. So let's get them young. Perfect. Thanks, Jessica. Appreciate it. All right, Tom was drinking this morning too. Yes, Tom, what's up? Hey, yeah, KC razor wire story, pretty funny. Yeah, um, yeah, it's hilarious. Get my head around that business. Horrific. Yeah. Because once you're in it, you're in it. So the frozen stuff flying through the sky this morning. Sure enough, I'm guessing that you know because of how high it is. It was probably visible in every county in North Carolina. But, yeah, flew up flying through the sky at 6.50 this morning. I thought one of the crazy little kids in my neighborhood was lighting up fireworks, you know, a tad early since it's not it anywhere a, near July yet. Was it a quick burnout, or was it, did it take a few seconds? Um, you know, it, it wasn't a quick burnout. It, it across the sky, and I watched it go until it went out of sight. So um, it was still moving. When I lost sight of it, uh, probably, you know, as I could estimate, probably about a mile away where I lost sight of it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, probably, likely probably something that burned. I, let's not operate under the assumption that it was frozen poop. Could we please just... Yeah, well, that's probably a good that's just somebody. Certainly, uh, that's somebody who just uh, injected something into a story because he had an audio <laughs> clip. That's not any form of uh, legitimate yeah, information yeah. at this but point. That, that, that's a good way to go. It was a great clip. No, so. it's don't don't encourage. Oh, I gotta let you go, sir. Don't encourage that behavior, please. That's true. It's not true. It's just an old crapper tank, people. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh! Oh! Kick it away! Stop it! Somebody help me! I said, choke yourself. Now lean forward and choke yourself. Do I got to go through and purge the whole system? Is Told that you, the best movies of all time. <laughs> Godfather 1.
Godfather 2. Oh, here we go. Joe Dirt. Right. You don't think there's going to be a little pushback on uh, all of that? Okay. No, close four, Juana Man. What do you think the last time was that somebody in media referenced that movie? Including people who were in it. <laughs> so, probably not so much. Such all a right. good movie. All right, I'm going to have to, I'll, because uh, I want to read the uh, the whole thing. It's funny when, um, it's fun, It's always funny to me when somebody decides that they are, uh, they're the arbiter of all things that are right. And then they uh, attempt to point out a situation that they think demonstrates a particular behavior or ideology that they're fighting back against, while simultaneously uh, exhibiting the text smart, uh, the textbook, and uh, an actual virtual definition of the behavior they think they're fighting back against, like Antifa, anti-fascist, whose tactics are largely fascistic, right? Okay, so on the individual level, a woman in Palo Alto, California, decided that uh, she just couldn't share the same safe space of uh, Starbucks with a 75-year-old man who happened to be donning a red hat. And so she took to Facebook to express her disappointment and her plan, and she's fired. So uh, we'll share that with you coming up here in just a few minutes. Here, let me give you an uplifting story, if, if I could, for just a moment. A medical first, or a, I guess a, a scientific first. A team of veterinarians at the environmental organization Mata Siliar, uh, which is in Brazil, say that they were the first to birth an in vitro jaguar. This is, for whatever reason... That particular animal doesn't do well with this procedure to the point where it's never worked. So, uh, and obviously they are endangered, rapidly diminishing numbers, very limited Amazonian territory, this particular uh, uh, species. Um, And so the idea that they were able to actually use uh, in vitro fertilization to uh, birth a cub for the first time was a very, very, very exciting scientific breakthrough for about a day. Why are you looking at me? Well, they were excited for a day. So as researchers were off clinking champagne glasses together, one of them probably should have been watching because the very first in vitro fertilization uh, successful cub born to an endangered jaguar, uh, mom ate it. Oh, you hate to see this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you got there, right? I mean, that's... Right, glass half full, right? Glass half full, you got there. You just probably should have, at that point, I don't know, maybe maybe pretended you were the, the Trump border policy and separated them or something. So I don't think they'll make that mistake again. And they do say that currently they have two. They have, there was five of them that they attempted to uh, in vitro to fertilize, and actually two continued to be pregnant. In the past, uh, the the births were rejected uh, even after taking. So essentially, the 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 cats would have miscarriages, and I there's I'm sure there's some sciency reason, but uh, not in this case. Uh, they got most of the way there. Uh, yes, Jeff, what up? Hey. Um, 
Yeah, I actually read this morning, that was a piece of the old, remember MCI WARCOM back in the 80s, stuck satellite nets. Uh, they scanned all over the United States. They, I think they were less than five to ten miles apart. From what I understand, that was a part of that system that fell down this morning. So if anybody's out there listening, sees, the, sees any, knows where that object went down, I would advise you to stay away from it. It was probably very radioactive. Why would it be radio? <laughs> what were they setting up there, sir? Why would it be radio? Uh, back in the eighties, MCI. Work I know, on, I know. Can you imagine? By the way, can you imagine? By the yeah. way, if you lost your ass financially to uh, WorldCom, only to have your house destroyed by its satellite twenty years later? Oh, that's that's nothing. They could salvage all those satellites. They would have so much money in gold, silver, platinum, and all that. Well, that's but, it. well, you just told people to stay away, sir, and now you told a bunch of crackheads that it's better than stealing copper. Yeah, yeah. It's what are you doing? Stuff out of my damn air conditioner in the middle of the night. All right, attention, right attention, crackheads, meth addicts, <laughs> and fellow ne'er do wells. There's riches at the end of that rainbow. Hey, have you ever looked up in the sky at night and you see these things that are multicolors, or red, yellow, blue, and they seem to be flashing at you? Those are the, actually the MCI satellites. They're spinning. That's not sir, sir. That's not true. That's Nabooru. That's true. See, mine's true. Well, but now there's the radioactive, and now I'm a little torn. Like, I, while while I would encourage all the crackheads to go find the gold at the end <laughs> of the rainbow, if it is, in fact, radioactive, I don't think that what we need in this country are 12-foot-tall, four-armed crackheads running around. Rick Harrison's like, I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need, I don't need a bunch of fire-breathing crackheads because they got too close to the sat. Got to watch out for this stuff. Ray Stajic knows what I'm talking about. That'd be the worst. Yeah, that would be. Right? 12 foot tall. You got the, think of the crackhead, but yeah. the, the Dave Chappelle character. <laughs> and 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 now he's uh, now he's radioactive and oh, has superpowers. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. No, we don't want to have any of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, mm-hmm. Can't have it. Everyone thinks there was a, uh, a meteor, a UFO. Ross mm-hmm. is considered, uh, thinks it's frozen turds from a plane. <laughs> well, it ain't a meteor. Yeah, so, uh, Joe Dirt, I guess, informed his decision, mm-hmm. and the other guy says it's MCI WorldCom satellite. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows? As long as it doesn't land on me, I'm good. No, no. Uh, nothing's really going to be landing on me today, is it? No, no, no raindrops. I don't have to worry about that until tomorrow. We'll get past that. We look decent for the weekend. Warmer weather coming in the whole time. Uh, tomorrow might be a little bit cooler, kind of the anomaly, and really a look and feel and sound like uh, springtime as it should. Mixed clouds and sun today, uh, most mid-70s. The rain comes in tomorrow. will be cooler, low 60s, so maybe half an inch of rain, too, and probably rain uh, most at least the second half of the day into tomorrow evening. So if you are heading out for Friday evening, uh, you may need the rain gear. It should dry out, though, with more clouds and sun Saturday. Warm mid-70s, mid-upper 70s on Sunday, considerably cloudy. The weekend does look dry, though, and mild for outdoor plans. And then showers and thunderstorms will come back for Monday and Tuesday, scattered around and mid to upper 70s, lows down into the upper 50s to low 60s. So, KC, now it really sounds more like uh, springtime in April like it should, besides what happened earlier in this week with the cold and snowflakes around. Uh, don't see any of that, uh, hopefully not until next winter. Okay. Uh, appreciate it, sir. Okay. Have a good one. When yeah. we come back, I'm going to – you know what I have to do? i got to reset the stupid fish story. I don't know why this irritates me so much, but if you haven't heard – um, we don't really differentiate when it comes to animals for the purpose of some of our laws here in North Carolina, and I wonder if maybe we should. I'll explain next. Hang on.
We all know that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos' private photos on his phone were somehow leaked. Bezos' security team now say that his phone was hacked. But how? Kim Com- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Commando with your Thursday consumer tech update. Get more tech news daily and extended interviews with the free Commando podcast available on Apple or your favorite podcast player. You'd think that one of the world's wealthiest men in charge of one of the world's largest sites, would have a lockdown phone. While you may not be a high-profile billionaire, take steps now to lock down your own phone. For starters, use different passwords for your online accounts and install phone updates when they come out. And this is important. Just don't click on links in email and text. That's how keyloggers and malware gets installed. Or someone with access to your phone could install it too. Keep an eye on your phone, even when you're sleeping. One in five admit to snooping on a loved one's smartphone while they are asleep by using their fingerprint to unlock their device. I'm Kim Commando. There are at least three ways to listen. FM, the iHeartRadio app, and the podcast. Casey is on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Wow, even in the San Francisco Bay and or adjoining area, this will get you fired. A woman who uh, worked as an accountant for, uh, it's a guitar supply company. She walks into a Starbucks and she is presented with uh, an older man. It's about 75, looks like, I believe he said. He's sitting there at a table, drinking coffee, reading the paper, minding his own damn business. But it's what he's donning on his head that sends this moon bat into a tizzy. Parker Mankey is uh, her name, who immediately snaps to action by getting a couple pictures of him, and then, as detailed in her Facebook post, uh, goes through the following motions. Uh, In the post, she, uh, let me just read it. Anyone in Palo Alto know this freak? He's sitting at Starbucks. I think he lives here. He will never forget me, and I, and will seriously think about wearing that hat in my town ever again. Yes, it's a, see, it's a Trump hat. That monster. If you see him in this hat, please confront him. You do not want to be the person who didn't speak up as we slipped into fascism. (laughs) Everybody have an ironic laugh there? Quote, I yelled at him. Call the entire Starbucks to order to yell at him. More uh, more about how it is not okay to hate brown people. By the way, my only saving grace in this story is the rest of Starbucks looked at her like she had three heads. Rather than joining in. He then threatened to call the cops. I left after yelling at him some more. But this moon bat was not done. Quote, when I walked back in after picking up my lunch, he was still there. I went back in, yelled that I had changed my mind, and please call the police, because I want to know your name, where you live, your wife's name, where your kids went to school. I called him more names, told him to call police. Then I yelled and asked someone else at Starbucks to call police. He wouldn't call, so I called him a wimp. 
He finally just grabbed his stuff to leave. I followed him to the register while he complained about me. Then chased him out of Starbucks, yelling at him to get the... I don't want to do oh, it. Hold on. I busted that. To get the... What is up with this thing today? Uh, I think my mouse is broke. That's perfect. Out of my town. There we go. You know, it would just been easier to say the F word. Let's push back. Um, at one point, he tried to trip me up by asking if I lived in Palo Alto. He wasn't expecting me to say that I was born and bred here. Please DM me if you see him everywhere. The part that was really heartbreaking to me is that it was a full Starbucks, but I was the only person yelling at him. There were other white people there who should have called him out. It's the duty of every white person in America to stand up to this every time they see it. So, ironically, and you heard the part about figuring out who his wife's and kids and all that were? Well, ironically, somebody figured out first where her husband worked and contacted his boss, which apparently the Moonbats say is not okay. So, sorry. I guess I'll have to release you. No! It's almost summer. Those windows should open soon enough. Sorry. Sorry about that. Here on your Thursday, it is the KCO Day radio program. It is it is uh, great to have you guys all here. And uh, I want to, for a moment, test your emotional reflexiveness by painting two scenarios. And I want you to be honest as to which one causes you more distress. It will all come clear as to why I'm asking this here in just a moment. Uh, here is the scenario. One of your neighbors is moving. Let's go with a neighbor that you already don't like, so there's some inherent bias already in your decision-making. Some weirdo. Ross, do you have any weird neighbors? He can't say it because one of them listens. And then if he says yes, no, but doesn't I like specify. Him I like him. You did, though. You had uh, some, what, you have some crazy people at one I've point, I've had a right? bunch of people living next door. Somebody stole your lawnmower yeah, that one time. great yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good folks. Uh, so anyway, so it's that neighbor. And that neighbor moves out, and at first you're happy, and then about a week later, uh, somebody goes into the home, realtor or whoever owns it, because they were renting, and they're like, "Hey, we found your lawnmower." No, they, there's no lot. You're not. Oh. Your lawnmower is gone, man. Damn Just it. accept it. Yeah, that thing's. Uh, That's true. That is true. You'll never see it again. Um. So, so in this scenario, after a week, somebody goes in the house and makes a horrific discovery. Apparently, as they were uh, getting out, while well, the getting was good. They decided to go ahead and leave their uh, leave their Labrador Retriever. There's no food, there's no water, and all that all that they find is an emaciated dog in there. So you had you, that's a pretty nasty emotional reaction. I think most people would have right there. Like, what a monster! Who would do that? They should be charged. All right. So that's scenario one. I'm not trying to Debbie Downer you. Just hear me out. Scenario two. Same jerk neighbor. Who, in addition to all, stole Ross's lawnmower, and he'll never see it again. That's true. And um, but after they've been gone a week, the person who went in the house, the discovery they made is that in their haste to depart, they in fact left a goldfish sitting in a bowl and 
Now it's uh, it's doing the backstroke, kind of. See, one makes me have a reaction like, wow, I'm going to buy a new lawnmower and run the bastard is, over with oh, it. Oh, I see what you, you did know, there. Okay. They, 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 the dog, the poor dog, I'm going to run right. you over, you bastard. I like how you're still getting my, your lawnmower out of this brand deal. brand new lawnmower. Yeah. The other one is like, eh. Eh. There's a visceral, you know, different reaction there. Right. One yes. is like, Duh. the other's, hmm. Yeah. Eh. You know why? Because... Because like you all killed a goldfish at some point, maybe you swallowed it because you were a pledge. Maybe your responsible, uh, irresponsible decision making as a child and or a parent of a young child who can apparently throw ping pong balls. The point is, one does not equal the other. I don't care what you moon bats say. And for those of you going, well, there shouldn't be, a, there shouldn't be a difference. Well, there is. If I murder, let's say hypothetically, because I'm sick of hearing about his lawnmower, I were to go in the next studio and murder somebody. Or, or, I killed your, uh, I don't know, one of your livestock. Not over a lawnmower, but just because I can. Well, in one scenario, I'm charged with murder, in the other, I'm not. And that's because we recognize, at the very least, a differential between two mammals right there. But arguably, you could point both both are mammals. Well, in the case of the dog and the goldfish, they're both quote-unquote pets. The reason I'm bringing this up is a new Hanover County man is facing animal cruelty charges after he allegedly abandoned a pet fish after being evicted from his home last month. 53-year-old Michael Hinson charged yesterday with three counts of cruelty to animals and, and by the way, there's only one fish here, so I'm, uh, how do you get three? I don't know. Uh, and one count of abandonment of an animal, and he was hit with a $4,000 bond. $4,000 bond. Over a fish. I Look, I, I have no opposition to fish. I think that they're delicious. They're fun to, they're fun to play with at the end of a, a fishing line. The bigger, the better. But the idea that that's the same thing as leaving some dog to slowly rot away in a locked home seems like that's not probably, that's not accurate. And I also find it amusing that he, he is actually dealing with more, more money out of pocket than some teacher who, uh, who hooked up with three of her students who was fined $900 and let go yesterday. So sorry... A fish is not a dog, is not a person. You getting the gist of what I'm laying out here? Because if it is, take your children and turn them all into the authorities, because I'll bet they killed the crap out of a goldfish at some point. But that's where we find ourselves. So now the amount of man hours and and people's time that's going to be necessary to adjudicate this, uh, you could have bought a billion goldfish probably. Larry, what's up, man? Hey, you were talking about the uh, crackhead with four arms, and I'm, I'm thinking that the condom box you mentioned yesterday, right. just four hands to open it. Yeah. So the, the good thing about that is the crackhead, if he can open the box, maybe he's not going to procreate, right? Uh, I don't, it's, it, it feels like you're imbuing a certain level of responsibility on the crackhead, and I don't... I, I don't know that they've demonstrated uh, in the past behavior that would earn that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah so, I understand. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so, uh, yeah, sorry, sir. Great. Now 
Now we have Goro on crack running around, apparently. Oh, wait, people are calling. Oh, it's True Crime Confession Day here. Yes, Jake, what's up? Good morning. Uh, the fish story. Uh, I actually put a fish in my fish tank that did not coexist well with the other fishes. Now, I didn't want to kill this fish, and I didn't want it to get eaten, but does that mean I get animal cruelty charges? Did, well, did you did you go through and did you put a coexist bumper sticker facing inward on the tank so they knew what was up, sir? You know I didn't, yeah, but uh, I also didn't. have a snake that eats mice, so do well, I get oh, wow. that as well? Turn yourself in, sir. I bet so. Have a good morning. Yeah, there's a, there's another wonderful highlight of exactly what's up here, and on the fish front, if I got a bucket of minnows and I impale the minnow on a hook so that I can catch a larger fish, I've literally done kind of what this guy's being charged with. That's what kills me. And who knows, maybe there's some weird history with this dude and they thought they, they were going to try to get him on another charge, but it doesn't It doesn't really... If he can be charged with it, which he is, that speaks to where I think that there may be an air in the thinking here. Or maybe a clarification is needed. Because anyone who uses live bait for fishing then should be charged. Because the whole point of impaling that uh, live fish on the hook is to do so in a way that it stays alive as long as possible to entice the larger fish to bite, which means it's not a quick death. Oh, earthworms. Ross, you ever used an earthworm on a hook? Yep. Murderer. In fact, maybe uh, maybe they should, you should be the focus of one of those true crime podcasts we're pushing. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is where we are right now. And, and that apparently is on the books here in the great state of North Carolina, so... All right, 888-934-7874, all you murderers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, uh, let me uh, let me run this by you. Tell me if you think this is a good idea. Egyptian mummy sarcophagus will be opened for the first time live on television. It's a world first. Yes. Do you want to be anywhere near that? No, I'll watch it from home, though. Right. You don't want to be, but you don't want to be in the room. Oh, hell no. Like... And because you, you know they'll drag it out like they always do with everything on TV, where they get they like push you, you hear it, you know, slide, or they get half of it, and some guy will look inside, but it'll be off camera, and be like, oh my, and then they'll cut away. I want to come back, and an unforeseen hand of something has opened it. People are levitating while being simultaneously strangled. Right. You don't want like a prolonged curse. You want something that you can see right away. Well, yeah, I'm tuning yeah. in. This is my this is my valuable time. What if they find a Capone's? Like Al Capone's treasure. Oh, you know, you, you know who would be PO'd, wouldn't he? Geraldo sitting at home like son of a. <laughs> what if it's just grain? <laughs> ben, ben Carson was wrong. I told you so. Well, well no, he'd be wrong. He didn't say it was oh. in the sarcophagus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I have these weird things where I want to see stuff go horribly wrong. 
I just don't want to be in the room when it does go horribly wrong, but I want it to go horribly wrong for my own amusement. Because I'm a horrible person, and by the way, those of you chuckling out there are too. Like, I'll give you an example. Today is the 4th. On Saturday, I'm warning you, all hell could break loose. It probably won't, and this sounds a whole lot like the smoke they were blowing over Y2K, but check it out. Without getting into the technical reasons why, uh, GPSs could go bonkers on Saturday during what is a mandatory, um, what's called a rollover event. And um, here's as technical as I'll get. Basically, when they set GPS up, do you, do you know where GPS comes from, by the way? I know you satellites, uh, aren't you smart? No, but more specifically. So GPS is a series of satellites, and it's uh, controlled by the, uh, I think it's under the purview of the Air Force, but um, it's a series of satellites, and at the time they set the whole system up, because of the way the satellites work, is they use a, a 10 bit a 10 bit countdown code so basically it's a code that's based on weeks and seconds I don't I, I don't know why but it is and the problem is it, it fills up and needs to roll over and so about every 20 years it's got to roll over and last time it rolled over you're thinking you know uh, late 90s well yes but there were, other than like handheld Garmin stuff and a few other things, GPS wasn't everywhere in our lives. Well, now it is. All of your phones have it. So many other things have it. Your car has it. All these things have the potential where uh, the whole system can go haywire for a short period. And I'm really of the opinion there are people out there who wouldn't be able to find their way home. Do you agree? Every time I read a story about some nitwit driving her car into a lake... Because, you know, Simon says, or I talk to people who I, where I'll give, like, I'll give you an example. If I tell you, and, and let's say I'm in, I'm, in a, I'm in a city setting, a city you're familiar with. Well, let me ask you this. Ross, what corner are you, what corner of the building is our studio on? If you were to give me descriptions based on north, south, east, west. No idea. Come on, man. I don't know. Give you a hand. It's on the east. Okay, uh, northeast. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people that if I told them that, just... I, you had to give me a second. I think of like where you know downtown was, and then I put it together. That That's exactly it. You used situational awareness, albeit you, know, you had to kind of come up with what it was to figure... I know people that you could give them a week. They wouldn't know what corner of the building the studio was on just wouldn't happen and even if you pointed out to them they'd be like okay but they don't know so yeah do i think that if this thing does end badly which it probably won't and i think it's hype but just know that it's a thing i i i I think we are so dependent on things like gps and and other portions of our electronic existence we don't even think about and it just little things. Let's say you need an Uber and it happens to be in that window. Good luck. So if it doesn't happen, right, and there isn't this problem with the global positioning system, yeah, does this prove the flat earthers are correct? Oh, here we go. Right? Because they believe that GPS is a hoax. 
That's not how it works. All right, whatever. That's not how any of this works. I'm sorry. They think GPSs. They don't think yeah. there's thirty some no, satellites or right. How many satellites do you think there None. are? None. None. There's no satellites. So that was a giant flaming ball of poo. Well, that's what you're saying. Oh, you're confirming? Bill, what's up? Hey, going back to the fish story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Off the street. Hello? Bla- hey. I'm here, hey, sir. Can you hear me now? I can. Sounds All like right. your GPS is resetting. Murderer off the street. Okay, so who's that? Local red, it'd be your local red lobster. Oh, Them that's... guys hold these things in the cage. You get to go up and pick it. Yeah, that's also, true, sir. Also, the local pet store. They sell these little feeder fish. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think we need to get them off the street. You know you know what? you make a, uh, Thanks for the call, sir. You make a very good point. In a way, our boss in his office, Ross, is simply running like a, like a, a torture prison. No, of he some is sort. Mangala. That's what I thought. Yeah, we'll have to inform him after the show. It's 821. We'll be back. Hang on. Smart talk all day and news at the top and bottom of every hour. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, welcome back. KCO Day radio program. Glad to have you along. Uh, Can I play a little audio for you? I'm sure you're going to love it. It's going to be great. And... um, I think it really uh, sums up where we are in the course of political debate. Uh, yes, it's uh, a little something from uh, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez as, once again, we hear her pearls of wisdom. It's time for Pearls of Wisdom with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. At least I'm not trying to cage children in the border and inject them with drugs. That's not a mistake. That is a deliberate policy to attack people based on their national origin. This was Pearls of Wisdom with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And remember... I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being factually and semantically correct than about being morally right. That's true. Are you feeling more woke? Because I'm feeling more woke now. What are they? What are they? What does she think they're tranking them? I'm not. I'm not understanding what the deal is here. Yeah, like this. This the border patrol people are running around with blow darts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for that. All right, hang on, murderous fish people. We'll get to your calls coming up. (laughs) Just even run around with those tubes, man. Some guy in the outfit. Driving the white, you know, CBD truck down the road. Kid just rolls like a lion. Oh, it's great. Staying informed starts here with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Keep it here to stay connected on FM and the free iHeartRadio app. Uh, bumping back with the uh, Joe Biden theme song. Appreciate that. Um, no, I think what happened is Trump backhanded her. I don't know if you know this. He strikes all of his female employees. Oh, yeah, he hates women. I, I We have an anonymous source that passed that along. Probably the same one the New York Times used this morning uh, to point out that uh, so the Mueller report's going to be more damaging than Barr's letting on. Anonymous sources and stuff, so... 
I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. By the way, I was looking on the Twitter, and uh, you were talking about this fish story. And apparently, we have a serial killer that follows us. Do you see this one right here? His uh, Twitter handle's The Crappie Killer. And he's, it's just a picture of him holding a bunch of dead uh, crappies. That's like Buffalo Bill stuff right there, uh, man. The way he's showing off for the camera. Uh, it's more like the Zodiac. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah very most people flamboyant. Try to keep, yeah. They try to keep on the DL. He's like, check it out. Yeah. They're my victims. Look at that. He's got, oh, look at it. Oh, and then if you go to his actual account up above it, he's killed a whole family in his header photo. You see dad, dad, mom, dad. Right, so it's like the Zodiac. Even killed the kid. Combined the Zodiac with Red Dragon. It's very sad. That's what we have. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know what? And he de-fishinizes de- them by referring to them as slabs and stuff and eaters. So there's a certain cannibalistic element here, too. <clears throat> Would you report him, please? Oh, Jack. Already, yeah, no, I've already done that. Oh, you do, okay, yeah. you flagged that. All right, good. So Ross paying attention, that's what we appreciate. Um, saw this tweet yesterday from uh, Blue Check Mark, uh, Checkmark Nicole Sanchez. This is one of those uh, fun little tweets where, you know, you get like a journalist who, um, like I'll give you an example. There's a uh, uh, journalist for the New York Times who apparently had run into a bagel shop with his kid about the time the confirmation hearings for Brett Kavanaugh were going on. And he pointed out that he was just, you know, he was talking with his 10-year-old son, and his 10-year-old son said, Daddy, what's rape? And uh, and then all of a sudden the child expoused some very, very uh, woke knowledge. And some people out there, because their 10-year-olds apparently are idiots, would question uh, how brilliant that writer's child is by implying that maybe the writer's making it up. And so I think it's really important when there's astute observations out there uh, by big-time uh, uh, blue checkmark uh, brilliant intellectuals, we share them with you. Uh, here is Nicole Sanchez. She's a big fan of uh, Miss Ocasio-Cortez, the one who's uncovered the secret scheme of Border Patrol agents to run around with blow darts, downing children uh, who are brown. Which, by the way, that would seem the least efficient way to capture brown children, or children for that matter. Because children are dumb and can be tricked if you just put toys in a deadfall situation. Plus, you don't have to, you don't, you don't run the risk of them uh, getting blow darted at a full run or whatever it is she's alleging with her insanity. So, there's something to think about. So, Nicole Ch- uh, Sanchez tweeted the following, Dear at AOC. Tonight I was at a hotel in Midtown when you came on the TV. Very important men in expensive suits spoke in hushed tones and contorted their faces into various forms of worried as they watched. I freshened my lipstick and carried on. It was glorious. I don't know what hotel she's talking about. But I've been in several public places when uh, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez comes on TV. And I've seen people contort. <laughs> what? You're right. Go on. Go on. I have no idea what you could possibly say next. 
I, what could I've, be coming? I don't know. I've seen people contort their faces. <laughs> At no point would I ever describe the contortion as, quote, worried. I would, I would run the gamut with confused on the polite side to questioning their own reality on, on the other side. To everything in between, but worried would never fall within that spectrum. I've even seen people that I know for a fact probably think some of the policies that you are espousing are good with them. Also stare at you like they're wearing the Rowdy Roddy Piper glasses from They Live. But... Good tweet there, Nicole Sanchez. Appreciate you bringing that on the big show. All right, let's see here. What, a, what awkward story do we want to lead Ray Stajic in on? Oh, yeah, this one. I sense some sexism here. I'll let you uh, weigh in on that. A uh, big fan of uh, soccer in Argentina was especially especially motivated after his team clinched uh, the Superliga, well, I don't know, some title. And they're Lombardi. Um, and the camera pans over as they're panning the crowd to look at the excited fans, and they, they notice the dude's holding something that looks really weird. So TNT Sports Latin America sends their reporter over to interview the guy because he is very exuberant. And during the course of the interview, you see him holding in his hand a skull. So they ask him about it. The guy's, the guy's name is Gabriel. And Gabriel was more than happy to explain to the reporter what was up. Gabriel went on to say that that skull was his grandfather's. And because his grandfather was also a huge fan, he felt it only right to go to the graveyard, dig up Grandpa's skull, and then take it to the, to the match with him that day. So his grandfather's uh, skull, I guess, could, could witness the uh, victory. I got a question. Why didn't you bring Grandma's skull, too? Maybe it was a house divided. I know, but they're still married, or, you know, they're still your grand, you know, it's na- Peepaw and Nana there. I don't know, I'm just saying, if I if I do, pa- you know, one, well, one day, believe it or not, I'm going to pass away, right? And if I do, maybe in 100 years, the Yankees will finally win the, their 28th ring. Somebody else died yesterday, too, didn't they? At this pace. <laughs> right? Like, all uh, half your team's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Already? Okay. It's like, that, it's like the poster for the Avengers. The fallen, yeah. the black and white. <laughs> it's like that. So whenever they win their twentieth ring, where at this pace it'll be in like hundred fifty years, I I hereby give my my relatives permission to break into my tomb and steal my body whoa, whoa, and bring whoa. it to the to the parade. Wait a second, your your tomb? Yeah, I just assume I'm going to have a tomb. What are you, you're going to have your own mausoleum of some sort? No, I I I don't want to upscale, but have a tomb. Do we have to bury a bunch of I'm stuff? Do you more, just like treasure buried with you more, too? Of course, more like a pyramid. Can I have a question? Let's say it'll be known do, as the Great Wake Forest Hayes Pyramid. I got you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll anyway, get. To, I want to go to the parade. Damn it. We'll get the slaves working now because that's kind of how it works. You got to start early. 
<laughs> yeah, you do. I got a question. Let's say you do pass away, since we're keeping it at the pyramid tradition. Can I bury your cat with you? I know it's still alive. <laughs> yeah, it'll still be living. But that's a thing, right? <laughs> Is that cool? You want the cat for all eternity with you? Uh, no, thanks. Just trying to do You're a solid, with man. the cat, man. You're dead! After Captain Marvel. You're Okay, all right. Ray staging from the Weather Channel is... So Ross is, uh-huh. uh, is, is such an inflated ego, he assumes that he's going to get a pyramid rather than just a hole oh. in the ground. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Tell me about it. It's a tomb. Whatever. Tomb. It's got yeah, a bunch me, of grain in it, too. Me, I'm going to be fine granules scattered all over the place. I yeah. want some, some Which of is here, ch- some of you over there. Well, actually, this yeah. is a change because previous, oh, okay. uh, previous orders I've received from Ross was to what? You want to be scattered over Disney World, but <laughs> yeah, not- no, I want my remains dropped on Disney World, but I don't want to be cremated. I don't want to be uh, yeah, cremated. Okay, so are there going to be like parts of you? Everywhere? Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, raining on children. <laughs> ah, Happiest geez. place on earth. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Except, well, there's an arm. What if your kid's into that? Yeah, <laughs> probably want to send him to a boarding school in Europe. Yeah, I've All got right. plans for mine on the. Trails up in Old Forge, New York. Just take the snowmobile trail and just let me, let me, uh, let me go. Okay. Good. Yeah. Make a jump out of you. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up today, man? Oh, well, pretty good outdoor weather. Clouds coming in intervals, sunshine in intervals. So I use the mix of clouds and sunshine. Uh, right now, seeing some clouds coming over the triangle uh, less cloud to the west and south so pretty decent day in the mid 70s uh, rain's coming in tomorrow though so plan on uh, wet weather could be as early as midday i don't know if it's going to get in here really the heart of the rain for the morning commute low 60s rain's gone though by the weekend good looking weekend decent feeling weekend probably more clouds than sun but not bad mid and upper 70s for most and then we'll see showers thunder showers come back early next week starting to feel look and sound uh, more like springtime in april and as it should as we go through the next few days. Okay, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. And we'll come back chat with Patrice Sikora next. Hang on. Getting connected starts at 6 a.m. with Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Your Bloomberg update brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. Patrice Sikor joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Good, good. Yeah, good, good. All right. Well, we're looking at Target. Target is boosting its minimum starting wage for the third time in as many years, trying to get a head start over rival Walmart. The retailer will move to $13 an hour in June, brings it closer to its goal of $15 an hour by the end of next year. Uh, six. That will make that 60,500 layoffs were announced last month, bringing first quarter cuts to more than 190,000, and that is the highest quarterly total since the summer of 2015. Interestingly enough, outplacement firm Challenger Grand Christmas says companies appear to be streamlining because uh, restructuring, bankruptcy, and plain old closings top the list of layoff reasons. And then the Food and Drug Administration is investigating a small number of reports over several years of e-cigarette users experiencing seizures. The potential links seen mostly in young people. The agency admits it's only a few reports, 35 over eight years, but it is concerned they could hide a wider phenomenon. So what you got for me? Uh, so down in, uh, down in Brazil, 
Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know this, actually, until I read this story. One of the things that they have not been able to do in many instances is use in, virtual, uh, in, uh, in vitro fertilization on, uh, like, jaguars and stuff. Okay. And obviously they have a huge, it's a very endangered species. Right. Yeah. Um, and so scientists were very excited. They were able to, for the first time ever, use uh, 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 the uh, fertilization to produce the first jaguar cub ever. Oh, yes. I, and then the... Mom made it. Yeah, right. So, God, well, you just ruined the whole up and I'm then down. Sorry, sorry. But like, that's a half win, right? Half, yeah, I think so. Like you have it. You still have. You still celebrate, but it's a more somber party. Yeah, I think so. Yes. My question is, who like didn't watch for a day, and why? Why did she do it anyway? I mean, was there was the was there a problem with the cub? The cub was delicious. I don't know. Um, but I mean, was it no? Was there something wrong with it, or did they not feed her? Did they not notice that maybe she was getting a little aggressive toward the kid? I don't know. It, women, Come on. Women get weird right around that time. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ball of hormones and <laughs> just is what it is. So, um, all right, fine. We already... Did you see this <laughs> GPS story? Did you know this? This is the Y2K GPS story? No, what? <laughs> no, no. So on Saturday, on Saturday, this is a real thing. Um, because of the way the GPS was initially designed, the way that it counts has a limit. And so every, about every 20 years it hits the limit, and they have to reset it. It's called a GPS rollover. And it, it's just part of the system. They're going to be updating the system. What is uh, it counting? It counts weeks and seconds. Don't ask me why. Uh, but uh, the, the, it, because it's going to hit kind of that same limitation thing right, like okay. it did with the two-digit year... Mm-hmm. They have to roll it over. And they say that in the late 90s when they did it, it did have some impact, but most people didn't have GPS incorporated into so many things. That's right. Yeah. Now it's in the cars and the phones and everything. I hope it doesn't work for a day because I think the purge <laughs> is going to happen. I think people aren't going to be able to find their houses. Probably not. Wow, everybody uses GPS for everything. Everything. And think of all the apps that it's incorporated in in your phone. And, you know, you're right. Talking about the counting, they give you the time, the estimated time of arrival. So, yeah, there's the counting there. It was a ton of stuff. Yeah. They say that once they get done updating it, rather than a 20-year uh, required rollover, instead it'll be like 150-some years. Oh, yeah, like we'll still be using GPS then. Well, I think that's the point that they're making. But, yeah, um, yeah. so uh, uh, on Saturday, uh, prepare for mayhem. Oh, Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I will, I will get the camera out. Sadly, it'll probably not, but... Who knows? Get You're going to get the camera ready. out, which you can't geotag. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It'll so. come back. It'll come back. You'll have, the, you'll have the picture. Okay. All right. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. Yep, there you go. Patrice Cora from uh, Bloomberg News. So there's a strange little thing going on. I just want to hit this real quick because I find it very interesting. So in Atlanta, there's a rapper by the name of Lil Nas. Ross, this is your Ross, by the way, uh, uh, Grammy Award winning uh, platinum uh, uh, award winning rapper. Before he came over here, what was your uh, what was your rap name? I stole an ATM machine falling on your head. Okay, so obviously we all remember the hits. Um, so uh, this is little Nas, Nas, little Nas. Not it's not like spelled Nas. that way. Like okay. Anyway, so little Nas was prepared to this week have the number one country music song in the country this is, this is real on the billboard uh, uh charts um uh a crossover rap country song so I'll play a little of it for you it's a 19 year old rapper yeah i'm gonna take my horse to the 
I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match. Now you may hate that more than life itself as a country music fan. And I was somebody who obviously grew up and all we had was country music there and that's fine. But everyone's a crossover artist now and I'm not begrudging that. The, the point that I'm trying to make here is what is a country song what makes a country song? Because Billboard had made a, they made a decision saying that that song does not have enough elements of country music to comply with what their their definition is. Now, never mind that the way one of the ways that there's a lot of ways that they chart this stuff. It can be plays or spins, as we call it, on on radio stations, which obviously we contribute numbers to. But also, you have what genre of fans are buying or listening to the damn music. And country music fans are listening to that song. Don't even get me started on the current crop of country artists versus what I grew up with. I'll sound like an old man. But the point I would make here is, uh, screw Billboard, I'm on this guy's side. And by the way, Billy Ray Cyrus duo remix of that song drops at midnight tonight. It's him and Billy Ray Cyrus. Because Straight I, fire. Straight because fire. I remember when I was younger driving around and listening to the Gourds as a country music fan, doing gin and juice. So much drama in So I think my point is made. All right, we got to roll. See ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.